0: What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, bring incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is a returning guest. You might recognize him if you've been following the show for a while. He is a published research author, clinical trainer, a therapist who has worked with many different clinics for deaf children, prisons, nursing homes, substance abuse centers, Inpatient facilities, major corporations, both national and international, please welcome Faust Ruggiero. Faust, welcome to the show.
1: Anna, it's so wonderful to be back with you again. How are you?
0: I am good, Faust. You've been busy.
1: I have been busy. Well, you have too. We've grown quite a bit since we met last time.
0: Yes, that's true. It's been a couple of years. I was wanting to, like, refresh my memory with your episode. I didn't have a chance to, like, do that because it's just been calls after calls. But you have done a lot of amazing things in the world trying to help people become better. And because of that, you have started writing a series of books. And I think that was the first thing that we the one thing that we talked about on the last episode. So catch us up.
1: Well, you know, you're right. Um, I I, I counseled and did all those things for. Almost four decades, and then I said, "Okay, it's me time," and decided to write books. And uh, they took off. The Fix Yourself Handbook was the first one, and uh, the one out now, the second book in the series is the Fix Your Anxiety Handbook. That's even outdoing the first one, and we have the Fix Your Depression Handbook, which should be coming out by the end of the year. So all of them are are designed. It's a, it's the same design on every book, and the goal is just you know present information that people can grab quickly and help them fix their problems, give them actionable solutions to do what they're doing. So uh, the Fix Your Anxiety Handbook is just really taken off, and the depression book following seems, the pre-sales are kind of off the charts for us, you know. So it's really happening.
0: Congratulations. I mean, these are all areas that are pretty predominant in our society depression anxiety yeah you know and obviously the breakdown of relationships you know we have over what 50 percent divorce rate in the U- united states so you're really hitting on some different areas that people need help in
1: and, and that's the, what we did when we when we put the first book out we thought we were going to do a, a sequel to that and then the pandemic hit and anxiety hit and we watched the nation, you know, the the uh, the numbers just soar when it came to anxiety. So we went with anxiety. And of course, for many people, once the anxiety hit, so does the depression. So it was logical to follow with a book on depression and see if we can uh, get some folks to change their lives a little bit here.
0: Yeah, I love it. In your experience. So you've done a lot of work. You, I mean, you've been doing this work for a very long time. Do you in your experience, have you seen the the percentage of anxiety and depression go up over the last however many years
1: it has uh, you know, and you know uh, it, it was going up steadily and then the pandemic hit and of course that just accelerated everything on all levels um we're also getting to a a point in our culture where we're we're isolating uh you know a, a lot of work you know people are their social life is done on the computer uh, yeah. on cell phones so, uh, that isolation keeps them in their own heads. They're spinning the problems around, but there's no solution for them and they're not getting out there and, uh, and really getting social again and feeling good about, uh, you know, their interactions with people. So you put all those things together and people are, are, are alone in their own heads, so to speak. And they're spinning things around and they there's, they have no viable solution to make any changes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely the way our society is right now, there's just a lot of like mental health issues, period. And I think it starts with the anxiety and the depression piece. So to have something, a resource for people to go to that would help uh, attack those issues are is very valuable.
1: It's valuable also because, you know, we're doing all this work to get the, world, the word out to people. And now they're saying, OK, I got this. Let me go get help. And they can't find help. Yeah. Uh, or if they can, it's going to be talking to someone on the you know online once a week, which is okay. It's a great stopgap, but it's nothing like being in the office with someone. Uh, so, you know, we, we, we have a service lag that we really have to address, uh, and, we, and we have a lot of people that are now identifying problems but not knowing what to do with it. So books like mine uh, present kind of a, a stopgap, you know, a little thing in the middle where they can say, okay here's all the information I'd be getting and he's giving me six or seven steps at the end of every chapter. If I do those things, things might get a little better. So it's working. And a lot of people are, are understanding their problems that some are fixing them and some are saying, okay, based on this information, I have to get out there and do something for myself.
0: Yeah. I love that. And why, why are you the expert?
1: Why am I the expert?
0: Yeah. Why are you the expert? Well, how, what person to help people?
1: You know what? Uh, a lot of reasons. That That's just me. I'm. I think I was. I was, I was born into this. It wasn't like yeah, I chose it. It chose me. But I've done so many things. I have so many reference points now. Yeah. Uh, clinics and and hospitals and right. uh, prison and you know all those things. The places I counsel. There's so much for me to draw on. So it just made sense. Why why don't I? You know I have all this. I I can get to retirement and say, as I almost did and said. Okay, I've done it and feel very good about what I've done. Or say, you know what? There's more to do. Why don't we accept the challenge? So that's what I did.
0: Yeah, no, I love it. I think that you've taken your work and you've you're extending it. This is an extension of the work that you've already done to help people on many different levels. And hopefully that if they don't have the resources, right? Because it takes resources to go sit with a, a therapist or a psychologist to deal with your problems. But you've allowed people to have certain resources so that they can kind of help help themselves, so to speak.
1: And as I say, a, a lot of it's going online. My only concern is that even for people like myself, we yeah. counsel and we counsel people. If you're doing it online and your whole business is in your home, many of those people aren't leaving home. Yeah. So you're caught up in the same kind of a thing. It's nice to have people, you know, uh, to come in. Uh, even though I'm a kind of partial retirement, I see about 30 people a week, okay. and uh, you know, in in my office, and um, that that changes everything. You know, not only do they get out and come to me, it's like me getting out. You know, I, I go and I have to be with them. That's a whole different thing than doing it online.
0: So, you know, I, I work from home too, right? So I, I'm always in front of the computer talking to people virtually. I make it a point to get out at least once a day to get out into the world because I'm a very social person. I love meeting and talking to people. I love interacting. Like, I, I, I love that. And I feel like, you know, if you, if I stay home for too long in front of the computer for too long, like I just feel a disconnect and it's like not good for my, for me mentally, for, I I know that I need to do certain things to keep myself mentally healthy. And so I think that that's a very valid point that you bring up.
1: It is, you know, there's that human touch that you miss, you know, you, you know, when people are in my office, we get into something heavy, if you will, and, you know, they get emotional and the tears are coming and. You know and then of course there's a tissue box there and then they cry and they leave. I have the option if they need and they're willing, I can give them a hug. Yeah and, and I like that. I like that. You can't do that uh, you know in your counseling online. If the person really really needs you at that point and, and many times people will say, just give me a hug, you know and, and so you know and I'm like you, I'm very social. I love to be around people to be with people. Uh, I think that's one of the strengths that I bring to my counseling yeah. is that you know that they know that right away. I'm locked into them. I I, I love them. I enjoy what they have, what 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 we're doing, and I want them. I'm really invested in them getting uh, getting better. So I think you know we have to keep ourselves uh, out there and social and and doing all the things we need to do so that we can bring that to the people we're trying to help. You address
0: that in your books. I do. Yeah.
1: Always, yeah. Somebody,
0: yes. somebody with anxiety. With your most recent one with anxiety, right? That's the most recent one. Um, that how if they're going through your handbook dealing with anxiety and how how do they help themselves with their anxiety when it comes to like social interactions?
1: You know, I do chapters on that kind of thing. You know, and uh, in the recent two books, anxiety and depression, I talk about having a network, uh, and the network isn't just professionals its family members its yeah. friends it's getting an advocate if you will someone who's very you can bring in close and they understand you and you're willing to talk to them uh that connection that human connection is so important and you and it's important that we build that in in our lives and i tell people here this is how you do that yeah. this is how you start it this is how you you move it forward this is how you maintain it this is how you make it work for you you know because None of us are supposed to be alone, and the problems that we're experiencing today are mega problems. We're not going to fix them by ourselves.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Okay, so I had it confused. So anxiety first, and depression second. So do you think that people with anxiety ultimately really experience depression?
1: Many do. <laughs> some people will only get anxiety. Some people, of course, only depression. But what happens is for for a lot of people is that they're happening together, mm-hmm. and we don't realize it. Um, because anx- anxiety just revs your whole body, re- re- your mind, your emotions, revs it all up. And then you crash, but you, we often think that's because we got burned out that day from the anxiety, but sometimes it's a depression that's in there too. So that's another key component when, you, when, when we're sitting down with people is to make an accurate diagnosis, yeah. what's going on. That takes, a, it takes a little while, it may take three or four sessions, but we don't just say, Okay, you've got anxiety and start moving and and then start giving them the uh, the, um, uh, canned treatment, if you will. I always talk about the the demons, the beasts inside us, but we have our own personal demon. It's, you know, what your anxiety is like may not be what mine is like, but they're both anxiety. So we have to diagnose it as anxiety or depression, whatever it is. And then we have to personalize it and see how it's working for you. That's the key to treating this.
0: Yeah. So now, I don't know if I asked you this in the previous one, are you big into prescribing people medication for anxiety and depression?
1: No. Um, Good. I like uh, I always use, think of medicines as a last resort or something where I know they can't get over the hump. And then I'll say, well, let's get you that one month supply just to calm you down so you can focus on what we're doing and then I can get you through these things and then we'll go as we needed. But, um, you know, we're, we're a quick fix society and we see that, Oh, give me that pill. I'll swallow that. And, and, and I I always ask them, okay, you'll feel better today, but something in there is the cause of the problem. Did the pill treat the cause? If you were abused, did the pill make the abuse go away? No, it didn't. So somewhere along the line, we have to get to the cause. Otherwise, it's like you know the leaky dam, where you can put a little patch on, but the water's coming through eventually. We want, we, you know, we want to fix it the right way.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. I'm really against, you know, we are overprescribed in the United States. People are just want to, like you said, quick fix, want to take a pill. And so with you and all your experience as the expert and I, however many countless people you've counseled, you are truly the person to talk to, to listen to and to read a book from in dealing with anxiety and depression and soon relationships because you want to deal with the root of the problem, not mask it and put a Band-Aid on it.
1: You know, think about this. If, if you're coming to me for uh, counseling and my major uh, way of dealing with this is to give you a pill, I'm pretty much telling you that I'm not going to deal with you. Here, right. get the pill. And that that's going to fix you. Then we'll do some minor things. Uh, if I'm going to be invested in you, I'm going to go through the mud with you. That's just the way it is. And you know we're going to laugh and cry and do all the things we have to do together. But we're going to get to that point, you know. And my people make it because I refuse to uh, to do. It. I refuse to see them fail. Uh, putting them on medicine to me, and and and, and what will happen is. They'll go to the doctor, they'll put them on medicine, they'll come to me, we'll get some work done. I'll say, I feel great. Thanks so much. And I'll look and I'll say, They're gonna be back in a year, six months, whatever. And they'll come back and they'll say, Well, you know, the medicine stopped working. And I said, It never started working. Right. That's what you have to. It was nothing more than a diversion. And you went on doing the same things you always did. So you actually helped your demon grow. We have we have to cut the we have to cut the head off of the snake here.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. See, this is beautiful. I anybody that's listening right now and is dealing with any kind of trauma or something that is creating anxiety or depression in your life, you're listening to a man that's been doing this for I don't know how many years and has helped countless people and does not believe in prescribing a pill to fix the problems. He actually wants to get to the root of the problem, and that's uh, why you should purchase his books. So, where can people find the the depression book? And is it easy for them to navigate and to work on themselves with the Fix It Handbook?
1: Yeah, all my books, Dana, are, are you can find on uh, Amazon. Uh, the first two, the Fix Yourself Handbook and the Fix Your Anxiety Handbook, are there. Fix Your Depression Handbook, as I say, by the end of the year, all of them are following the same design. So, if you say, gee, I, I got the first one and I saw the second one. You get to the third one. It's exactly the same design, which is uh, 20, 21 chapters or so of information packed into small chapters, five, six, seven pages. Yeah. And so you get the gist of whatever it is in that chapter. It might be medicine. It might be socializing. It might be identifying your demon, whatever it, be, it might be. At the end of the chapter, you're going to get six or seven Action points. Okay, you got this information. Now do these things, which is almost which is almost absent in yeah. self help books. We get we we throw tons of information at them, and they walk away and say, "Okay, great. Exactly, what do I do?" Yeah. If you came to counseling and I said, "Here's all the information about anxiety," and I said, "We'll see you next week," yeah. you'd walk out and say, "Great. Now what?" Yeah. But in every session, I will leave them with, "Do this."
0: Oh, I like that. Okay.
1: So every chapter is done the same way. Now do this. I also write them as journeys. So, you know, it starts, you know, confused, conflicted, and in pain. And I move it through so they can see what the journey is going to look like and how they're going to be at the end of that. Yeah. So it gives you, you know, and that's what we should be able to do with with our people. We should say, you're coming in. I'm going to do these things and I'm going to get you here. Yeah. And if you can't say that, we're in the wrong business.
0: I love that. Yeah. And so is it easy to follow? So some, so somebody like, let's say somebody gets distracted easily and they're like, are like oh, I got to read this book, but are they able to like get themselves Is it an easy read and follow it fairly, you know, fairly
1: smoothly? Yeah. Don't look for big words. I didn't put those in there. That's why the chapters are so short. Most people can go through three or four or five pages or they can read one and say, let me, let me walk around the house a bit or something, I'll come back and get the second one. Yeah. Um, People are reading them, couples are reading them together, uh, you know, and saying, oh, you know, you read this, now I'll read this. And then later on a day, they're coming back and they're discussing what they do and they're they're putting their action steps together. So there's a lot of neat things that uh, people tell us are happening.
0: I know you've gotten quite a few awards, so you got the Bronze Award from Reader's Favorite, Gold Award from Literary Titan for a few of your books. Do you have any testimonials for people that have actually followed the Fix-It steps and have overcome either anxiety or depression?
1: Yeah, actually, we're getting quite a celebrity following recently. Uh, we have four celebrities that that's on the website they've endorsed, and two more are now looking at the program. So, um, you know, it started with one, and then it was a friend of that one, and the yeah. next thing you know, they're coming back and saying, how can we help you? We'd love to get out there and to uh, so, and uh, you know help put this thing forward. So uh, now you know, yeah. So testimonials, uh, th- th- there's a whole page of what they're saying, kind of the thing on the website. So it- it's really taken off. Yes, thanks.
0: You're being very modest. So you guys, are where where give us the, all the links, then. So if we have to go check out who these celebrities are, where can people find you, connect with you, and read these testimonials?
1: Everything about what I do, it can be found on my website. We update it regularly. Uh, my name, fostergerald.com, the books are there. Everything about me and the program and all these things we're talking about are there. Uh, contact link, I, I, I am like you are. If you contact me, you're getting a response and I mean, you don't have to wait a long time for it. So feel free, to, by all means, feel free to contact me.
0: Excellent, you guys can put those links in the show notes. So if you connect with FOSS today, want to learn more about his books, learn about more about him and read those testimonials, go click the link, go check him out and go purchase his books because I'm sure, like myself, you know someone who's struggling with anxiety or depression. It is pretty predominant in our world and we need to help them. So go send them one of his books. Foss, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today?
1: You know, it, particularly in the last two books, Dana, what, what I really want people to understand is when you have depression, or anxiety or anything else that's you know just seems to be consuming you. Try to look at it as though it is not who you are. It's a condition you have. It is very beatable and do not make that your identity. We have a tendency to do that with mental health. If a person has cancer, what are we going to say, don't look at me as having cancer. I'm not cancer. That's just something I have. I'm saying the same thing with these conditions. Even though they consume you and just rock your world, they are beatable. It's just about getting the right program. They are not who you are. You're better than that. Yeah. Don't
0: accept that label because that's a label.
1: That's a label.
0: Yeah. I love that. Great information. Fox, it was such a pleasure to have you back and hear about what you're doing and the the positive impact that you're making in the world. Thank you for all the work that you do and the work that you continue to do as you are semi-retired. We appreciate you for that because we need more mentally healthy people in this world today. So thank you very much.
1: It is always a pleasure to spend time with you. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radaleski with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.